0: This is Sue Ann with Write Mix for Business. That's with a W-R-I-T E, like I'm writing you a love letter. Thank you for listening to the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast. And I just want to catch up with you real quick before we bring on Sharon Hurley Hall, special guest today to talk about content marketing. And I think no matter what level you're at or where you are in your content marketing with your business, your blog. I think that you'll find something in Sharon's discussion because it's pretty pretty meaningful and on different levels. So you'll catch something no matter where you are on learning and doing content marketing. And, oh, happy birthday, Mom. I wanted to say that. And, oh, I wanted to apologize because when I was... Editing the episode with Sharon, which wasn't really much of an edit, I took off the beginning and end when we were saying hello and goodbye. Uh, Other than that, it's straight up our discussion. Uh, I noticed that I have a really bad gravelly voice. I was in the midst of a cold back when we recorded a couple weeks ago, so I apologize for my gravelly cold voice. I hope that it's not interrupting uh, when you're listening. Um, Oh, and I should mention that since Sharon and I are friends and since we were actually taping with video um, on Zoom for the audio portion of this, you can tell that we're kind of casual and we're laughing with each other, a little bit informal because we're, well, we're friends and so we're um, comfortable with each other. So I think you'll notice a little bit of casualness to the discussion and some laughing. So please excuse us. We were laughing at each other. Um, Oh, and one other big thing before I give you Sharon and the great information that you're about to get. I wanted to announce that I silently, quietly, a little bit slid out there. The new website that's going to be associated with the podcast, it's called Mizzy Biz, spelled M-S-S-Y, Biz.com for Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your, M-S-S-Y, biz.com. So please check out MizzyBiz M-S-S-Y, biz.com, um, short for Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business, for the podcast's new home website. I'm so excited about the site, really. And there's some good information up there already, even though it's just starting out. And under podcast, you'll find the series of nine, the kickoff series, where after today, I'll be adding the show notes from Sharon. And there's already the show notes up there from the past three days, along with buttons to listen to any episodes you missed. And, um,. I think that's about it. So here comes Sharon. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Take care now. Welcome to the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business podcast. And today I'm so excited to introduce my friend, my mentor, and my, uh, I don't know, everybody I mention her name to just worships her. Sharon Hurley Hall is here to Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business and help us out today. Hello, Sharon.
1: Hey, Sue Ann. Thanks for the great introduction.
0: <laughs> she, she's a world famous writer, a lovely person. And um, do you want to give us a little more of your, like, real bio, I guess? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I have been writing for a heck of a long time, um, more than 30 years now, and writing online for almost 15. Uh, I, I was a journalist in my former life with trade magazines. I taught journalism at university. Um and currently I mentor other writers through the Biz of Writing program along with Suwann who's really helpful. And I That's I fun. just you know, I write all the time.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, um the thing too about you, Sharon, is that I met you I think it goes back to two thousand and fifteen and um I think it started with I asked you a question and you were generous and kind enough to answer me, and then you know we stayed in touch on social and now you know, as you mentioned I'm a mentor in with you in the biz of writing, which is the most it's the it's the best thing for everybody involved whether you're running it mentoring it or being a (laughs) participant everybody gets something from it and everybody continues to grow and I love that aspect Um, I think that's one of your philosophies in general um, kind of sharing to to everybody to continue to grow and and that's probably one of the reasons that why that we hit it off so well So today we're supposed to, I'm going to ask Sharon, we're going to talk later in the summer with Sharon again about the biz of writing and more about that, because I know a lot of people have a lot of interest in that. But today I want to talk about something that I've been leading up to in my podcast for a long time and, you know, kind of talking around the subject, but haven't jumped into it, content marketing. Um, I'm going to set this up by saying this, I get so get because i've run a business for 30 years um i so get the the theory of content marketing because it's about inbound and attraction marketing and what i would call back from old school days when i started in business word of mouth marketing it's really kind of a form of word of mouth i would say um but Knowing all that going in running a business for 30 years when I started writing five or six years ago and and I started You know to have a website and a blog and I knew about content marketing as a concept through my studies I still didn't get it for Operating my own blog. I I think my content marketing I think I can do a strategy and a full-out schedule for a client, but for myself It's been a struggle from day one now at first. I was trying to figure out everything You know, how to work a website and everything. But, you know, really, I think it comes down to content marketing and what it is and a strategy for it, which, you know, you you probably should start if you can think about it early on. If not, catch up with us now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about it? Tell me what you think businesses should think about to determine the right content
1: marketing strategy. I think, I think, like, I think a lot of people start out in this in this way where they know it's something that they're supposed to do and they're not really quite sure what they need to be thinking about. But actually it's as as simple as stepping back and thinking what is it you want your site, blog, or business to achieve? Until you actually know what your goals are, you can't write the kind or create the kind of content that's going to help you achieve those goals. But it's also about who your audience is, what they need and what they're looking for. Cause those two things are the two pieces of the puzzle. Know your own goals, know your audience and their goals. And then you can start to create your content strategy. But there's another piece because yes, that's, you know, it center, couldn't be that words, simple. The
0: sweet center between your business goals and your customers needs. Exactly okay okay exactly. and
1: what else now so then you need to think about where your customers are most active your potential clients the people you want to reach because when you're thinking about your strategy it's all very well and good for you to decide I'm going to go to YouTube and I'm gonna make a gazillion videos if your customers are not looking for you on YouTube what's the point they're never gonna find you so you need to go back to basics and find out, you know, where are the people? Go to look at your analytics. Where are those people that are visiting your website coming from? Where are the people, you know, where are the people that are connected with you on social media coming from? What are they What are they interested in? And one last piece is how much time can you put into it? Because it's better to get, to, to say, okay, I know my clients are all on one platform like Facebook and I'm gonna go big on my Facebook strategy than to to try to be on ten sites and do them all badly, right? right? Start by start by picking out where most people are, and and go with that first. And you know that changes all the time. You know when I started out in what became content marketing before it had that label, right? <laughs> Everybody was reading blogs, right? And that's all they were doing. You know we did. You know the, the internet speed wasn't there for lots of streaming and video um so most people were most people were just reading text-based content there weren't that many images the technology you know we're talking pre-canva pre all those things that we take for granted now right right imagine in imagine me back in 2005 2006 coming online to start promoting my business and you know it was a website and it was blog posts and you know if you managed to do some other sort of networking 2006 twitter came up you know, <laughs> Facebook came up, but nobody really took it that, that seriously. <laughs> <you know. laughs> right. So what I'm say, all I'm saying is, you know, you, you, you had to start with where people were. Right. And, and how you use the platform is going to probably evolve over time.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting that you kind of mention this because um, this is something that I've run into in some of the groups that I participate in because everybody is chasing down that traffic. They think that the whole point of having a blog is that traffic. And maybe if you're an affiliate marketer and you need organic traffic to get more people in to sell a product, maybe that applies in that case. But for guys like you and me um, and for a lot of businesses, really, I don't think it's about the traffic. I think it's
1: about the the market or who who you're trying yeah, to reach. It's, it's about targeted traffic rather than traffic numbers. It's about right. attracting the people that are your customers rather than attracting everybody. No business is talking to everybody, or at least they shouldn't be. You right. have a market. You know, you know, you know. If you're Nike, right. You're not selling green vegetables, okay? <laughs> you know, if you're yeah. Whole Foods, you're not selling sneakers.
0: Okay? I, I talked in one of the episodes uh, about Doug Kessler's uh, from Velocity, um, yeah. I think it's Velocity Partners or something, but Doug Kessler, he has a thing that you can prom- you can actually do your content marketing or promotion around what you don't give people, so that you cut out and you. You know, really deflect those who are not your intended market. And that's the thing because, I mean, I talk to a lot of young bloggers and they are trying, they're so worried about traffic and I'm trying to tell them that it's not about traffic. To be a successful business, it you don't need tons of traffic. You need the right traffic who is interested in your services and going to be a prospective client. You can get paid well with the right clients and a handful of traffic, you're doing it and I'm getting there. So, you know what I mean? I, I believe that I, I'm looking at it in a little different perspective than the, um, you know, the general rollout out there. So Absolutely. what do you think is the kind of content that businesses need to include to make their content marketing an effective blog strategy?
1: Okay. So I'm going to go back. It's, it, in a way, it's like it's like going back to the same thing again. Your content is audience and purpose driven, so you can't say there's one kind of content. Okay, you have to say what is the content that my audience needs. Right. And you like, so, the same so, example.
0: If they're not on YouTube, don't waste ex- time ex- on exactly. Video.
1: But it's not. It's 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 partly about format right which content format works for people and that's why i advocate and i know you do too repurposing
0: mm-hmm. so you know you
1: have a blog post you can make it into a slide share you can make it into a video you can make it into a podcast and then people get to consume the content in the way that they uh, they they most want and then that starts to build their relationship with you and in um, the end that's a
0: smarter I guess production and and um, and time. time, Right, I think that you're you know when you're first starting, all you're thinking about is oh gosh, I got to write a blog post. How do I do this? But as you get going, you think, what all can this blog post be? Can it be a podcast? Can it be a a slide share? Can it be whatever? Let me ask you this.
1: Go Go ahead. Yeah, the other thing though is also think about what is the stage of people's relationship with you. Are they just getting to know you? Are they, or do they already know you and might be considering working with you or buying something from you? Are they habitual customers? This is what people call the customer funnel, although I don't really like the term funnel as such because, you know, it's just, it's just getting to know people and meeting that's, them where they are.
0: That's a okay? great point. That's a great point because, uh, you know, some people label it, you said the funnel, some people call it the ADA. A tr- yeah interest desire or action what part yes. of the of the their journey with you are they in exactly so both both ways would be the same thing so in other words you're not creating one kind of content because you're communicating with people at these different levels okay.
1: of their interaction exactly, with you. exactly suan exactly exactly that so you know the kind of content that you're going to okay, I'm going to use, I'm going to use something from my, you know, my experience. Okay. So as a writer, I have, I have one piece of content that, that tells people how to work with a professional writer or blogger, how to find that person, what you should expect from the relationship and so on. So this, th- that's intended for people who are thinking about hiring a writer, but they don't know where to start. You know, in that piece of content, I'm not saying they have to hire me, I'm saying this is what you're educating them on what to look for in a writer. Exactly. So it's educational. Okay, then. (laughs) So it's educational. And then, you know, so then you can start with other pieces of content to show your expertise. So, for example, I've got a couple of roundups of articles that I've done on different areas, like analytics, like content marketing. So that people say, okay, if I want a writer to write about content marketing for my blog, this is someone with experience. Right. Okay. Um, let me go and check out some of the other things that she has done. And then, you know, then they have the option to, you know, to book a free consultation with me, like a 15 minute call so we can have a chat. So, you know, there are three or four different pieces of that puzzle. And I think that works for any business. You have, you have content that's for people that are just getting to know you, just, or just thinking about whatever your business is. They don't know anything. And if you educate them, then they will start to trust you and they'll come back for more. So then you say, okay, now that you know that these are some of the high level things to think about, let's drill down into some more information about some of the specifics. And that's where you start to feed in, okay, hey, you know, this is something we can do, but it's not a hard sell, okay?
0: Interestingly, I've written some of the articles that are on my blog specifically to answer questions from students in your biz of writing. I've actually written posts to answer questions that have come up in our group. And so that is me, you know, again, I mean, there's a specific audience that I'm talking to in, you know, that kind of information. And, and really it's inspired me to write several things that, that have been really, you know, good, good pieces of
1: content for me. Thank you, girlfriend. (laughs) that's That's a really good point. When you, when, when people ask you a question, you know, sometimes, yes, you answer the question, but who's to say you don't answer it on your blog as well. You know, if somebody sends me an email and they ask a question, I'll, I'll reply to the email and in, in the past, what I've also done is, you know, yeah, I've written, I've written, a, I've written a blog post about right. it. I have maybe turned it into a presentation. I've, you know, made a short post and on And that's literally
0: taking your audience questions into consideration. That's really
1: actually connecting how you would like to do with your content marketing, right? Absolutely. So this is, and anybody can do this. You just need to find where where your people are asking the questions. Sometimes it will be on email, sometimes it will be on social, sometimes you will be browsing Quora and you'll see something relevant. You know, you just gotta be open to those questions.
0: Yeah, and in these Facebook groups or in a course that I'm participating in like yours or others. Uh, Here's an interesting thing to me, Sharon, content marketing kind of occupies a huge position then under the larger marketing strategy. And then even under the business plan of the company at a bigger level, but it also includes the most minute details like answering these questions or even more minute like blog punctuation or grammar or styling. (laughs) So it feels to me like there's a lot of space to cover under
1: content marketing. Would you agree? I would agree. I would agree because there are so many aspects of it. Um, You know, there's the content type, there's the audience, there's the format, there's the location, there's the timing, there's the, you know, there's the repurposing, there's the content curation. So let's,
0: let's talk about that format and content type stuff. What do you think are the hottest content types right now for
1: business blogs? Okay, so video obviously is hot, huge, and growing, right? You know, everybody's <laughs> I'm doing video. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, video and live video. So both pre-recorded video of different types, whether, you know, whether you're, it's talking heads, interviews, um, animated, whatever there's video there's, you know, then what's also coming up now is the stories format that you see on, well, that that Instagram stole from Snapchat and then Facebook also stole from Instagram. Right, right, so, right. So the, that, that sort of really, that, that combination of um, fly on the wall, right? So, so it seems less scripted, although right. you better believe that people that are using it for business are going to pay attention to what they're planning to do. Okay.
0: Everything comes back to writing. I'm
1: just going to... Everything comes back to writing. You know, you can't do any of this without writing. Whether you're talking a two-line tweet, a video script, or a long-form blog post, writing is at the heart of content. And
0: particularly if you're doing it in an intentional, like we're talking about today, within a content strategy or within a framework of your marketing, then it's even more essential that that writing be strong and that it all be...
1: Yes. And also, speaking of content formats, don't forget podcasting. Also, great people people want to consume content on the fly as they're going, as they're driving to work, whatever. So, you, I mean, you're really on top of this trend. I'm going to your- ask you the what the big one that
0: everybody's fighting over. I like podcasting because I'm not as comfortable on video, but I like sharing not only a little more of me as a personality, as a person, but also I like um, the idea of sharing you know, business thoughts and ideas and blog posts in, again, another format that people can consume without reading, you know, a a longer form, or if they're not readers at all, it just expands that reach and that repurposing thing. But like long form, that I think is your, that is (laughs) your forte. You do the deep long form, really well researched, filled with facts, filled with examples, which is, you know, to me, like that is the, um, that is the high standard of that's the standard and that's what everybody who's making a mark is kind of pushing that but then other people are are totally against long form they're saying forget the long form but yet statistically they show you know it's a real conflict is it is it good or bad people say shorter uh you know, shorter attention and snackable content and all that. But I feel like I consume a lot of long form and I enjoy writing it because it covers something more specifically.
1: Okay. So take, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It comes down to there is no cookie cutter approach. Okay. So it's about what is right for your audience. If your audience is not, you know, you, math analytics. If you publish a 3,000 word piece of content and you realize people have only read the first 500 words and they're doing that consistently, then maybe long form is not the right thing for your audience. Maybe you just need a couple of in-depth pieces that really set the standard and then you can keep the others short. Maybe you mix it up a bit. I mean, yeah, I write a lot of long form, but I don't own, I, I have another client that I have another couple of clients that want everything around 700, 750 words. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, so they're 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 extremes. There's the they, you know there's the 750 band, there's the 1500 band, and then there's the 2K plus band. Right. And then and even scripting or smaller pieces of stuff. Ex- exactly. Exactly. So it's not about long form is in. Let's everybody do long form. Short okay. form is in. Let's everybody do short form. I'm glad to hear you say
0: that too, because again, that's working against what people are pushing. Like everybody's pushing the like skyscraper and 10 times content and better than everybody else. I think that content should be, should be really irrelevant to everybody else. It should be about you, the intimate relationship between you and your audience. And I think that like, I think a lot of content writers, me included at the beginning, I was so busy trying to follow the rules and do what everybody was telling me that my content wasn't as effective as when I just said, you know what, I'm just going to be Sue Ann and just put it out there in my own style. And those pieces got, you know, when I'm me, I do better. I don't know. And I I do write long, but people tell me I read the whole thing and my Google shows me people stay on my site and Mm -hmm. they might be
1: consuming. People read your content because you're unique and you have a personality and it shines through your content and it's well researched and it's got tons of resources. So, it's just you know, not
0: the typical structure that you see everybody else put out you know, there. That's huh? fine.
1: I don't, I, you know, who wants to read the same thing on one person's site that they can read everywhere else? You know, sometimes clients will come to me and say, How long should the content be? And I say, As long as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as it needs to be. I you hate know, that I hate that words thing. When they say I want you to
0: write this many words or how many words I, I look, tell me what you want and then whatever it takes to do that is my answer because I don't want to be stifled by you have to do it in this many words, but I don't want to be like, Oh, you have to be expanded to this many if there's not that much to say. You you exactly. know what I mean? It's about making exactly. it making the, the point really you know, here's the other thing. I don't think enough people, and I run into this again with clients too. I don't think enough people are, are, are stepping out into like thought leadership and into saying something different. I think, I think too many people, again, because they're trying to follow the wisdom, they're not stepping out. To be different and to be their self and I think if they would they might have better like i like finally I'm like I can't do this this is I felt like I was being stifled or something like yeah <laughs> like this way no I can't I just can't I don't know I guess I'm a free spirit I've been in a creative thing all my
1: life and it just you know yeah you know I think the, the, the thing about having norms and best practices is that they're kind of a guide okay so if you don't know what you're doing, you're just getting started and you want to say, okay, how long should I write? Okay. They say it should be 1500. Let me aim for that and see how far I get. But as you develop your own style, your own voice, your own, your confidence in what you're doing, you will know what works for you. You'll also know what works for your audience. And then you can, you can change that. You can say, okay, fine. This might be best practices, but this doesn't work for me. Okay. Right right so i mean you know my my like
0: using um using the social people where you belong to like you mentioned earlier yeah. like i'm not on instagram but i don't believe that my audience is on there even though i feel like <laughs> I yeah be on there i just i'm overwhelmed already with uh, social call Lisa yeah. and
1: hard. Yeah. You can do i am on instagram <laughs> but i know that my audience isn't there my audience is basically on linkedin and probably twitter but but, but you know the other thing is yeah you have to you have to build up that confidence. And and then there's a difference. Okay. So I'm a professional writer. If I write for a client and the client says they want X, you know, there are times when I'll say, well, okay, it's going to be longer or it's going to be shorter. And here's the reason why, you know, I'm a professional, trust my opinion. But uh, then times out of time, I will try and deliver what they want. Oh, definitely. When I'm writing on my own blog, I write as long as it takes. So one day I will write something that's four or 500 words, because that's what I needed to to say what I needed to say right and another time I'll write 1500 because I'm reviewing something for ha- perhaps okay so
0: yeah I love it I love the perspective that you bring uh Sharon because I think that that you don't look at it like everybody else uh and I think that's a good thing um and I think you're a professional that as I said, when I mention your name around town, people are like Sharon Hurley Hall. They want to praise
1: <laughs> oh her
0: crown. I mean, you are just highly respected and highly loved. And I know why, because I know you personally. Um, and I'm so glad that we became more than just writing buddies. And we're, you know, yeah. we do get to hang out sometimes. But um, um, I think that the important thing about content marketing is that people should start to view it as a individual, unique part of your business and marketing
1: plan and a, re, a relationship builder a relationship builder that's, that's perfect what it, that's what it is and also we talked I, I know that we must be getting there at the end of our time but anyway right. we talked a little bit about pieces of content types of content i just wanted to say video is hot stories are hot but don't neglect text because there's still people that want to read to read depth
0: Right. That's right. One yeah. last question. If you don't mind that I just want to quickie on this because this is a topic we could cover m- more, more in another time. If you have time, some other time, yeah. uh, because I think this is a topic that you're really good at, but this kind of flows into the content marketing thing too, because what, at what point are we talking about conversion
1: content or conversion? <laughs> well, In one sense, we're talking about it at all points because there are Uh conversions and then there are micro conversions. Uh So the way that you would think about this is maybe you write a tweet and the conversion you want, which is a micro conversion, is to get people to follow that to your site, to read a piece of content. Then you you then you have a nice meaty article or video or whatever and then the conversion you want after that is for them to sign up for your list so you can continue the conversation off site. Okay. Then you might say, okay, well now that we've started to build up this relationship, I've got an ebook or I'm gonna be running a webinar. I'm, you know, this is where I show my expertise and give you as my customer, potential customer, something that you need. Different conversion again. Then, I love that. Then you get to, okay, so you've been to my webinar or you've read my ebook. Okay, so here's what you need to do next, and I have it on my site. That's where that final conversion that becomes a sale will come in. So you're not thinking, I'm getting people to my site, I want them to buy now. That's, you know, that hard sell is off putting and it is not as effective. You're thinking, let me build a relationship, let me move through some micro conversions right? Little conversions that lead to bigger ones later. And then eventually they're going to want to buy. They're going to trust me. They're going to love what they've had so far. And then you get the big conversion.
0: I love the perspective that you just brought into this conversation because I think that people look at conversion or content, conversion content or conversion copy or writing in with, you know, persuasive writing as a separate entity. And you just pointed out what I think is probably the most important thing that people need to hear. Conversion is started with the first touch. It can be micro. It can be at each touch. And we all know that the old advertising story is there has to be eight touch points seven or eight, it depends where you read, but around seven or eight touch points before somebody will actually initiate into an action or do, you know, buy from you. That's usually what you need. So at each of those touch points, there's a small conversion and it within all of your content marketing should be conversion. And people think of it as a total separate you know, one-time thing on this thing or that thing. I love that you pointed that out. I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation today, Sharon.
1: Thank you so much, Sue It's been a pleasure.
0: I really, really appreciate it, Sharon. And thank you for being here. And don't forget to go out there and mix, sizzle, and shake your business and take Sharon's advice with you. Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog, or you need help with any content assets for your business, write, mix, for business. Yep.